what does our situation look like? So I feel like if there were shrubs, cover, trees that we would have posted the tent up in an... You know, Nash would be like, oh, here's a complete open piece of ground. Let's pitch the tent right here where everyone can see us. Unless yeah, that's all a, that's around. There's not a whole lot of cover. There's there's okay. no trees. There are some shrubs here and there. So you found the best spot you could. But you, you had been on this... I don't want to say road, but it's kind of a semi-trodden paved area that was pretty featureless. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that's fine. And it is it is up this road that uh, the engines are coming. They seem to be you know, maybe a mile out. They're loud. So would this tray do anything first then? Uh, yeah, so I will actually kind of... If I see everybody awake, or at least Nash and Reggie awake, then I will, you know, quietly trying not to wake Ula up immediately, you know, tell them three units incoming. I am not sure how many people uh, there are two motorcycles and one truck. Uh, they do appear to be some sort of local establishment. Do you have time to break this tent down, do you think or no? I do not think so. Fuck. They'll, they'll probably be here in a minute or two. Depends how fast they're going. Uh, I want to. I want to try to just. I want to try to blend the whole, our whole tent encampment in with the surrounding environment so that they, so that it just camouflaged. We're just completely camouflaged. Uh, that's going to be really hard in thirty seconds. I'm willing to try it. Okay. Um, <laughs> do we have survival camouflage, uh, tactical training, anything we can add? To I think this he's role? talking about no, no. Training. I mean, like, I want to change reality so that we are, uh, we are like, we're just made of rocks. Okay, <laughs> the All surrounding right. it's an elven cloak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Um, and but you're going to need to keep this up for more than a single frame. I have blood to give. Was that right? <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> okay, uh, you need to beat an eight here. Is Ula awake? Everybody well, is say, awake because was... the, these motors are loud. So, okay. like, oh, oh, does she recognize yeah, was, them? Yeah. Lucid dreaming. I have an eight exactly. What's your brains, Ula? Go ahead, and make a brains roll. Uh, let's see. Meanwhile, Nash is up, rifle in hand. Oh, I got a six. Uh. It's not like you recognize the engines in particular, but if uh, when Trace has some local establishment, the first thing you think of is, uh, well, there are roadster merchants, traders, caravans that just run around from settlement to settlement trading shit. And that's the most likely. She'll say that then? She'll be like, uh, and she, she looks a little worse for the wear. So she's like, <laughs> And she's kind of looking out, and she's like, then maybe those are just traitors, Reggie, before you give yourself a nosebleed. <laughs> <You're too late>! <laughs> <laughs> did you did you roll already? I did. I got an eight exactly. With the I got I rolled a four plus four eight. So that's a yes but, right? Uh, correct. Did did I say seven? What did I say? You said eight. I thought you said eight. Oh, you hit it exactly. That, yeah, that's a yes, but. Okay. Uh, so, yes, um, you do manage to make everything appear like nothing. 
And as these three vehicles approach, you appear to be just part of the rock. But then you sneeze. <laughs> and the whole illusion just disappears. The count of the blood. <laughs> Nish, Nish really saw the blood off his face. <laughs> and outside you hear the vehicle squeal to a stop. Trey, uh, through your drone vision, you can you can see that uh, the dri- there's only three people here. Uh, the the driver of the yeah the driver of the truck is a big fat jolly looking guy who steps out and uh, scratches his head, looking in the direction of your tent. He's signaling to the other two to back him up, but nobody's got any weapons out. Uh, so yeah, he will say then. Uh... They uh, have stopped outside of the tent. They are approaching, but as uh, can I see, do are they completely unarmed, or do they just not have weapons out at the moment? Uh, let's call it a brains roll. You're looking sure. from a, quite a distance. That's a five. A five. Five. Do you have awareness or anything? I'd imagine no. that would track. No. Uh, yeah, actually, the the two cycle riders, um, they mm-hmm. do have what looks like maybe shotguns or rifles strapped on their back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll say two of them are, uh, there are three, two of our, two are armed, but none of them have weapons drawn at the moment. Todd, what does full spectrum vision do for me? Uh, it allows you to see, like, infrared and ultraviolet so that you can uh, see further and more clearly under bad lighting conditions, etc. Okay. So you've got like built-in night vision and infrared. Okay. She's going to sort of circle away from where they're coming in and just... Well, just, you guys are all inside the tent, off the road. In the tent? Uh, well, yeah, we haven't left the tent yet. I thought we were standing outside. You can right. now if you want to. I guess she'll get out. Her hand's on her weapon. Trey will follow behind. Pulling, she's not pulling it out, but she's just got her hand on her weapon. Like, mm-hmm. I, N- Nash, do you have any extra weapons? <laughs> just this one. Ula, Ula right, cool. This one. Nah, it's cool. You I'll your use brain, my man. mind. I'll use my mind. My yeah. greatest weapon that there is. My, my, my mind. <laughs> I wipe some blood away from my all right, let's do this. Let's do this. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's let's see what happens because I don't know how many people are here, right? So we got we'll have a drop on them if, if push comes to shove. That's true. Maybe I'll and make Nash, Nash seven is in, more. Nash is in the middle of that sentence when you hear a voice calling out from the road. Hey, true blood traders here. Y'all want to come out and trade? We got some good stuff. We got some new stuff. We we could get you some pants. Could you, could you use some pants? Actually, I could really use some shoes. Yeah, shoes would be good. Yes, coming. <laughs> Shows you the bottom of his feet. It's all bloody. Yeah. My feet. The yeah. So, yeah, Trey is definitely letting Ula take the lead on this one. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she, she completely hammers still. Yeah. <laughs> she's all over. She's just like, I. she has no fucks left to give. Absolutely not. She's, no, she's, like, she's going to do great. Ula half in the bag is still better yeah. than a sober tray <laughs> <laughs> dealing with this situation. Yeah. Over this okay. okay, so, so she will uh, slowly approach them. 
Um, she'll put her hands out, you know, just kind of away from her. Okay, so we got we got two kind of scrawny looking guys. Um, all these guys are like dark leather skin. You know, these guys have lived out here for a long time, and you can't really even tell what natural color their skin is. They're just covered in grease and dirt and years of horrible sun beating down on them. Um, but the two scrawny guys are staying back on the road. They're kind of standing at ease in a in a way, not like they're military or anything, but they seem pretty casual. Like they do this all the time. And up in front of you is just just obese gentlemen. You've actually never seen anyone this large. I mean, there's no reason to be this large. And he's got tufts of different colored hair popping out of different parts of his head, and then shaved bald in between. So he's got a kind of a clownish appearance. Uh, he wants to shake your hand, and he's covered in all sorts of weird gear, like little trinkets, jewelry, feathers, uh, little ropes and stuff just, like, hanging off of every part of his body. It's hard for him to lift his arm because he's so fat. But he introduces himself as True Blood, and he points at the truck as True Blood's trading. Now, I know you're a bargain hunter. Wanna come on up? I'll see what you got. You see what we got. If you're looking for some cyber eyes, we got some new tougher cyber eyes. This shit will this shit will take it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? You've got multi AR display resolution of four thousand nanobits. You've got uh, extra wide uh, hub reception and fits into any standard eye socket. Uh, let me show you some. She she's like, hmm. uh, she kind of looks back at the other guys like, uh, how how the fuck did he know that she was a bargain hunter? There's no way he could know that. <laughs> Everybody in the desert is a bargain hunter. She's going to kill this guy. Maybe. Oh, we should probably go out. <laughs> Her and Trey together, probably not a good combo. <laughs> oh, the best Three combo. on two, easy. <laughs> best combo ever. All right, so she walks over to see what he's got. She very purposely doesn't shake his hand or touch him in any way because she's just got no interest. And this it's a good move. It's a good move. No touching him. No, no, no. Like, I mean, you know. Nash, Nash and Reggie follow up, like, you know, 20 yards behind. He slings the rifle, right, so, so as not to be a threat. Yeah. And... uh I, I was think... giving commentary on the whole situation. <laughs> and, she just, she's like, she's like, look, I'm just looking for some clothes and maybe a weapon. And then she kind of looks back at Reggie, like shoes, points to his feet, shoes, shoes, shoes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, when when you say clothes, he he waves it at his assistants and. Uh, that guy drags a case out from the back of the truck, and he's beginning to open it up. When you say weapons, he says, no, no, hold it right there. Uh, and then he squints at you with one eye, and he moves his index finger up and down a little bit. Trey, you recognize what he's, what he's doing. He's scanning you mm. to make sure you're not a cop. And then he lowers his voice and leans in, and he says... We might be able to talk about that, as long as you keep it out of the city, of course. We uh, we would never carry anything in or out of the city, of course. And he winks at you. Big uh, stage wink. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Trey will lean over to Ula and be like, 
What would we do then? Our plan is to take these. <laughs> <laughs> Just like she's, there's like an immediate like elbow jab. <laughs> this could not have gone any better. This could not have gone any better. Yes, of course we would never go into the city. And then she glares at Trey. <laughs> yeah. So um. So he he speaks almost in whispering tones as he goes inside the the cab and he motions you to like get real close because like he doesn't want anybody else to see with this special precious thing uh underneath the seat he's got a ornate box that he pulls out and he says these must have been worth something because look at this and there's initials on the box j h and then he, he's got a little clasp on it and he opens it it's like an antique box this is like archaeotech it's non-digital right hand polished wood someone took good care of this thing and inside there's two machine pistols. They're nice, little snub-nosed, perfectly tooled machine pistols. There's two of them. What you got to trade? That's a really good question. <laughs> so, so Nash steps up then and says, you know, he leans into to Ula and then pulls back for a minute because the smell of alcohol is just, like, overpowering. And then he leans back <laughs> in again and he says... So good. Out your pores. <laughs> we, we it's could, good though. You want to sweat it out. It's good. We, we could give him the tent and all the booze and shit and stuff that's left in there, right? I mean, <laughs> fuck it. What, what difference does it make? We found it anyway. I mean, maybe save a little bit of booze. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't did think you think you rid of the booze? <laughs> eh, yeah. It's fine. Fine. All right, we'll get rid of the booze. I've got a gas torch. Maybe he wants a gas torch. That's pretty useful. You can like fix shit with it. I, I don't know if we have a whole lot of booze. That wasn't necessarily stated. We don't really. I mean, we've we've well, had, a had, had a couple of nights more. of drinking. Oh, yeah. We've had a couple of nights of drinking already. How much booze you got? You know. True. <laughs> what did Ulu? What did Ula leave? <laughs> uh, so she'll offer a gas torch. And more for the and uh, yeah, and Ula actually has. I mean, uh, Trey has two uh, liter propane tanks that he'll also put in the mix. A gas torch and two propane tanks. Okay. Um. And the tent. And the tent. Oh well, sold. I was going to make somebody roll, but if you're throwing in the tent, well, absolutely, I can absolutely. We're going to be we're going to be in uh, in the city by the end of the day. So this is uh, this is fine quality stuff right here. In fact. Uh, uh. Can we throw in the clothes and the boots, please? I mean, come on. And a, and a blade, if you've got... I'm looking for a good blade, too, if you've got one. Blade? Oh, fine, Jack. <laughs> well, I mean, you know... Uh, you know what? Um, yeah, True Blood is so happy that, you, that you're thrown in the tent. Uh, Nash, you, you, you've got a really nice blade now. He's throwing in a stun baton, which is nice because your old one was destroyed by nanobots. Both machine pistols and 30 full clips for each. This tougher tent is like top of the line. This is probably like, like a you know, $20,000 tent. Uh, uh, I, would, I would like some sort, of, some sort of footwear. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. That's also included. 
also so these so, so these so, these Birkenstock sandals are all you have. As a matter of fact, <laughs> you know what? No, no, that's fine. No, no, no. So I just I just rolled a five. It's it's not bad. He's got some selection here for you. So what these guys? I'll let you, I'll let you choose. But um, what these guys have uh, basically done just recently was they found a, a suburb where they raided like people's garages and basements, and so it's it's mostly like domestic gear but every once in a while in someone's garage you come across something like oh antique weapons or a bunch of clothing so it could be all sorts of different styles he's got a variety here to choose from okay chuck taylor's high high <laughs> high, high top chuck taylor's gotta go to the high tops yep yep uh and i would like a a, a gun a long gun preferably I'll, I'll give so you the rifle and take full the pistols. advantage of my plus. So I can take full advantage of my plus two long gun skill. Well, I'll give you the rifle and take the pistols if you want. But do you have some sort of skill that takes advantage of a long gun? I, well, of course. The military training that we've had, it'd be fine. Well, don't hinder yourself just so I can have, you know? No, no, well, you, actually, the, the two machine pistols are the only weapons that True Blood has. He doesn't even consider the knife a weapon. He throws that in as a freebie. I will take the two machine pistols. Are you sure, Reg? I'm happy to take them. No, I, I'm into this. I'm going right. to be dual wielding like a son of a bitch. I like, only got 60 <laughs> rounds, though. Like, just fucking... Oh, right, so no spray and pray is what you're saying. Oh, no, you no, got no. 60, okay. 60 clips. Oh, oh, 60 magazines. Holy yeah. shit. Oh shit! She's okay, like, that's not what I wrote I, down. Guys, <laughs> rolling dirty over here. Reg, Reggie, Reggie, you have to get your, you have to create a hat, a really big hat. Oh, slow. <laughs> okay, are we talking like sombrero big, like comical sombrero? Can you oh, turn like, your skin blue? Probably. I've never tried it. Thanks. I like, hate you, Jack. I hate you. <laughs> what? I hate you. You're so <laughs> mean. I'm used to that. <laughs> oh, would be the first time that woman tell me that. <laughs> you earned it. <laughs> so uh, the trade goes well. True Blood and uh, and his friends uh, uh, Piggy and Stone are they're all real happy with the trade, and uh, they're packing up their shit and getting back on their vehicles. And then he he waves a circle up around the sky, and he says. Uh, you probably want to stay hit, you know, like you were before. Uh, I hear they're going to be sending out drones again for salvage this afternoon. Just thought I'd let you know. Word of the wise. <laughs> this, this sector here? Yeah, yeah, this sector right here. Thanks probably for out up. for about another uh, seven, eight clicks that way. Good. So it's Good. this whole ring. Good information to have. Thanks. All right. We got to keep moving. Come on, boys. And off they go. Well, I'm glad I only partially camouflaged us on purpose. <laughs> She's like, how's your nose? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's fine. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Creates a tissue out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bit reality to get a tissue again. <laughs> <laughs> She just kind of stomps off. 
<laughs> we don't have the ten. Where are you going? <laughs> that way. <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> she stops. <laughs> where? Which way are we going? Where are we going from here? I have a headache. Into the city, right? I mean, that's the. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Yeah, we've we've been heading sort of eastward, but uh, now we're angling northward, and uh, you're just one day out now, like eight hours out. But we can't come in from this direction because there's going to be a sweep of the bots. Well, you shouldn't well, be we out in this. Well, we just need to get out of here. You don't want to be in this zone when the drones come around because they'll definitely stop and scan you. Okay. I mean, the closer so we, we get to the city, the drones shouldn't matter, right? I mean, they're going to scan out here, probably. Is that how that works? I mean, they wouldn't scan by the city, I wouldn't think. That should all be reclaimed or whatever. Like we get inside the patrol radius. But basically, the question is, where do we need to go to get out of the scanning area and then be able to approach the city? I guess. Is the question. Yeah, you can. So you can go like seven clicks back the way you came, or three forward, which puts you inside the zone so close to the city they probably won't be scanning actively. Yeah, let's go okay. right up to the city. Okay. I'm just curious. Like, are we well, going to like try and hop on a train? Hey, Richie, you're not a baby anymore. We don't have to like. Yeah, you know, yeah we don't have to worry about that. Not to do good. that. Well, yeah, also, I think that was. Yeah. I think we had a thing we were talking about. Where we were going to trigger some sort of an emergency for the train gate to open. Correct. Yes. Yeah, we are. Tr- we were planning on going in through one of the tunnel through one of the train entrances. The train, yeah. And yeah. you know. Ghosting well, we the an system to make it think that a train was coming so that we could go through. Well, so I, I'm not opposed to that. I think that might be the easiest way to get in. Ula, how much surveillance do they have in the city, right? So if there's an alarm, if the city's under heavy surveillance, then I would it imagine... It depends on the section that we go into. If we go into one of the... She's right. The, we'll say, less affluent areas, they don't really, you know, pay as much attention. So we just need to enter in through one of those areas. And, you know, the trains, they pass through there. So I think if we just, like, hop on one of the trains and, like, travel to one of those areas and hop off, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that works. That's how I got, I'm just, that's how I got out. That's what I'm guessing. Is that right, Todd? <laughs> Yeah, well, the the most likely area and the closest place where the trains enter is at the due south end of the city. On the left mm-hmm. side is uh, Lessing Heights, which is a corporate enclave. It's actually nice property. But on the right side, uh, it's Hadid, which is it's actually an industrial sector. Most of it is mm-hmm. giant stacks of like steam-spewing replicators and uh, garbage recyclers. But it's surrounded right side by... Of it. Yeah, yeah. But it's surrounded <laughs> by these sort of like you know, prefab housing kind of suburbs for the workers at those plants. So it's it's right between, actually. You know, on the <laughs> the train tunnel sort of divides the town. There's a, a rich sector on the left and a mm-hmm. rather dingy sector on the right. So we'll just turn on the right. Uh, what yep. you're gonna, yeah, what you're gonna want to do is probably get off the train very early. And then make your way somehow through the industrial sector where there's there is surveillance, but there's not a lot of police surveillance. It's it's yeah. mostly industrial surveillance looking for like competing drones, air traffic that shouldn't be there. 
Mm-hmm. But people on foot don't really cause much attention in these districts. Because you're not trying to set the building on fire, they don't care. If uh, you had weapons, you'd probably be sensed. That's something that you might want to. It it does make you know because you're carrying metal with a particular shape. Uh, you are a little more likely to be spotted in any circumstance by a drone with the right vision software. So I think then, for instance, well, Ula can see your gun. Right. If you're looking for it, though. Yeah. Right. I mean, so so Reggie's pistol should be uh, easily concealable. Trey's pistol is easily concealable. Um, yeah. If, if we have like you know the 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 leather dusters kind of stuff for existing in this space, then as we get closer, then I think you know Nash would just take the coat and then wrap the gun up in the coat. And uh-huh. then, you know, maybe carry it like a, you know, almost like a bindle, right? So, like, just throw something over the end of it, you know, with the coat on it. So, it just looks like he's carrying something, right? Okay. And not a rifle slung over the shoulder. Uh-huh. Is that the jacket I'm wearing? I assume when you get your clothes, you give me the jacket back, yeah. Or, or you could okay, have gotten so your got- own jacket, right? I mean, we, we got you clothes. You're, you're fully clothed for okay. the environment. All right. So, <laughs> are, are, we planning, are we so planning? Are we planning? So, on, on, this like, conversation yeah, is taking yeah. place walking. I just mm-hmm. want to let yeah. you know, right? This is. Are uh, Are we planning on dumping the train immediately once we get into the city limits, or do we want to ride this to a safe point? Because I'm assuming Actually, you, you can... probably don't want to literally ride one of these trains because you would probably need a vac suit in order to survive that. No, uh, true, because they're tunneled, uh, yeah. and they move they move so crap so fast that uh, one false move and you like you break every bone in your body. True, um, true. But, but if I remember correctly, the plan was to hack the system so that it believed there was an emergency train coming. Yeah, not mm-hmm. not that yeah, there yeah. necessarily was one. Yeah, true. Okay. Um, I think as we're walking to, Nash offers Reggie the, the, the riot shield or the shield to say, uh, I, I know you, I know you're kind of excited about, you know, double, double fisting, but, uh, maybe you want to take this, just, you know, go, go one at a time. Uh, it'll give you a little bit of cover anyway. Uh, miss, uh, Nash, once we get into the city proper, that, could make him look a little too obvious. We do want to attempt to blend in as normal people. Alright, that's fair. Should we ditch it then? I guess we ditch it before we get in the city? I believe so. Alright, that, that's fair. Uh, you're, you're probably right. You're probably right. That's Yeah, that's probably good. Yeah. Unless I wear, uh, wear it on my back. Like a back shield. Let's just get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> So, after about eight hours, you approach, you know, within a mile of the city. So, Ula, of course, has seen this before. And you guys have seen a different version of the same city. It's a little bit weird to look at it this way, right? Because it's, it's the same. Once you can see the towers, you can actually recognize some of the towers from having been here before. Reggie especially, because you drove a cab here. Now you guys are really close up, and you can see from some distance that there's a large square protruding structure. What you, what you don't see here, because this view is from the exact wrong angle, is the, 
the train tunnels which approach the city from the south. Let's say this picture is taken from the north, so you can't see that. There are walls on both sides of the track that form an almost tube. You know, it's open on the top, but walled on both sides. Some sort of clear cement mix, so you can see through it to the other side, but blurrily. It's probably carbon reinforced, making it, you know, almost impossible to break through it. But if you could get up to the top, you could drop down into it. Hmm. And then on either side uh, of where the train tunnels go in, there are buildings extruding from the dome. And one of those buildings, although you're not sure which at this distance, will be some sort of intake immigration center, which you could walk into and claim refugee status, for instance. That was what we discussed when you were traveling with the kids. Yeah. Yeah, but then and then Ula, unless we attempt to disguise her face, will be com- immediately recognized. <laughs> Ula is wanted. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The rest of you could claim that you were survivors from some blown-up suburb or something, but yeah, mm. Ula would probably be yeah. recognized. Is this something you can hack, Trey, and like make it so that her image isn't recognizable? In in theory, yes. It would not be my first time hacking into the city systems. Okay, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much, Trey, for all the things you do. I mean, the other thing, Reg, I mean... The funny thing is, Trey doesn't even have an ego about this. He's simply stating a fact. Right. (laughs) I mean, I I was thinking, like, I could, like, maybe do some sort of glamour, you know? Like, you know how that works? But I don't know. I mean, will I have to probably... I'll probably have to keep that up, right? I mean, just during the scan, right? I mean... But is is that, like, a... Did we already establish that that was, like, an ongoing risk? being inside the city that at any point in time she could be recognized by some sort of thing i mean if a camera picks her yes then then yeah for sure um but 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 what other choice do we have i mean we 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 need to figure out what the fuck's going on we we need to get the hell out of here yeah we do (laughs) is there any like i don't know disguise capabilities that we have nanobots what about your nanobots? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Just rebuild my face. Yes! I mean, if you... Sounds like a terrible oh, idea. They, they do not need to rebuild your entire face. They just need to uh, alter it enough externally so that facial recognition will not be able to match up the cues. There's usually roughly 80 to 100 data points that the facial recognition system will use in comparison. So if you can alter approximately half of those, then uh, it should confuse the system enough that it would not pick you up. So I would look 50 different. Trey is absolutely correct. There's one snag in that, but it's not from any city system. Uh, It would be from any Wolfram drone. They would not be using city system to track you. They'd be tracking your DNI directly. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not like Wolfram has drones all over the city. They're not the cops. But as you approach yeah, and- their headquarters, yeah. the likelihood of, of being noticed by one of their drones will increase. Yeah. And I'm Can also, I'm, at DNI? least Trey, yeah, Trey from his 
corporate level and uh intelligence stuff their wolfram is probably not going to involve civsec like they want ula right so they're not going to be like hey there's a murderer in town you like please go get like they're going to send their own people after her most so. likely yeah ula um I'm not sure how well this goes over, but you said that you had a contract to eliminate the pan-sibs. Do you think that they would be amenable to some sort of partnership instead? You have valuable information to trade insofar as that Wolfram wants them dead and was going to send you to do it. Uh, maybe they would be on board with altering the table. And we've established you are a bargain hunter who's very good at trading. <laughs> so far, you would like me to remake my face. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, no, no. That was more of a... And a- then... Only portions of it. Bargain with two of the most notorious underworld hacking murderers in the city. I mean, we'd be there with you. Yeah, well, that's, that's perfectly true, except for the number two. It's actually seven. Sorry, seven notorious <laughs> hacking murderer criminals. I did say it was a great plan, but it is a plan. Well, regardless of that, I do not believe that they would be able to assist us in getting Ula into the city. Okay, so um, I can attempt to use these things to remake my face. Um, She does have some engineering experience. Uh, bioengineering. You are a bioengineer. I'm a bioengineer. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, mm, some of the things that might be easy to change would be like the color of her eyes, the color of her hair. Um, but like facial structure, it's going to be difficult. Uh, well, you just have to, I mean, you just have yeah, to kind it, of, I think it's more likely and hold certain things in place for a little bit. That's all. I think it's easier and more likely to, to address the surface of your skin rather than digging into your skin or organs in any way, mm-hmm. just enough to, uh, to alter your, those, those 50 to 60 data points that Trey was talking about. Yeah. There's something like this in minority. Like report. they're, they're looking for like the corners of your eyes to be here. If you move them up here, if you move your eyebrows from here to here, like just right. tiny little things, that's all that matter. Yeah, right. or a little wave of, of nanobots on either side of your nose that makes your nostrils look larger than they are. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Anything that'll mess up the data structure of your face. Mm-hmm. All right, well, she'll give it a try. Um, I mean, she'll, she has, you know, black hair and dark eyes and, like, sort of a dark, olive complexed skin so she's gonna try and like change those things as well just to make herself less noticeable so Mm -hmm. i think she'll try and change her eyes to like a probably like a pale like whitish blue she'll go with white hair um and she'll see if she can just 
you know, change it, make her skin paler, like just change her features um, so that she looks slightly different. Where are we? We're like walking up in the city while she's trying to do this. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we but stop somewhere like we're practicing, like we're yeah. having this conversation and you're like, all right, well, fuck it. I guess I'll try it. And maybe yeah. we're still like a half a mile out or, or, you know, well, I think I think probably the if you would like to practice it now, but I believe uh, the best bet would be to uh, to really push it, uh, push yourself right as we are about to hit checkpoint. If we are indeed going in through the uh, immigration checkpoint. Well, well, let me ask uh, you this. Let me ask you this. OK, so we sneak in. We're just trying to keep the, you know, from getting scanned while we're in the city and me being recognized. Todd, if I, if I, do I think I have the capability of changing this enough and in such a way that it's going to stay that way for the remainder of the time that I'm in the city? No, you're not sure of that. Well, uh, in fact, you're you're not exactly sure that that you can pull it off. At all in a way that will still look like human. <laughs> well, but here's the thing then. We, we don't have to go through the checkpoint. We can do um, Trey's plan of triggering a false alarm, sneaking in through that door. And then, if the, you know, the concern being then that, you know, Ula gets picked up on a random camera and then that becomes a problem. So, like, as long as you're... The head is covered. You know, if you have a hat, a hood, you know, something where your face isn't necessarily exposed. Like you're just not walking through the street. Like do 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 do. We probably should be fine, right? Because they're probably. Well, I mean, not too. Once you to so come once back. we're in the yeah, and if Trey once we're in the city too, we could get her like a face covering, right? We could get her like like a, like a hollow avatar face and. That's not Maybe. a problem. Yeah, I mean, even just a bandana. I mean, I don't Ula. know. People would look weird walking around with a bandana covering part of your face or whatever. But I don't. I don't remember right. if we've touched on this question before. Do you still carry your personal ID? I don't know. <laughs> or did you have it implanted? Most people have it implanted in their wrist. I mean, it was probably implanted. I don't know. Did she have to get rid of it in order to leave the city to not be found? More than likely. It made it hard to get out without being seen, but we did assume that it was hard to get out without being seen. You used your skills to do it. Once you get away from the city, it hardly matters because, you know, that's the whole point. You're getting away from anyone who might scan you. Mm -hmm. But I'm leaving it open to you. Reggie, for instance, dug his out years ago. It's like the size of a grain of rice, you know, a little RFID chip. Uh, I mean, I think she was assuming that if she had it on her, that the, it would be easier for them to find her. I don't know if that's yeah. true or not. So, that's... so if you had had it implanted, you think you would have dug it out? Probably. Okay. Which means that as long as you can prevent the sensors from recognizing your facial features, you could claim any ID and say you're a refugee. Um, Okay. I feel like that's better because if we go through like an immigration checkpoint, we're not coming through with machine pistols and rifles, right? Like they're they're yeah, going they're gonna to take question all that us. Shit from us. They're going to scan us. They're going to what do you have to declare? Where did you come from? All that kind of, like that's not going to 
That's a really good point. Right. Which we're not, we're not getting in with any of our stuff. Exactly. That's the big advantage of going in the sneaky way through the train tunnels. Sneaky yeah. way it is then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, and here comes the train now. It's barreling down the tunnel, moving at about 150 miles an hour. And uh, it's not super long, but it does like kind of fill your attention for a minute because you're not far from the tracks. There's this whooshing sound. Uh, it's like all you can hear as the train is passing by and then shh, and it's gone into the city. You can, you're about half a mile out, uh, so you can probably just barely see the glint off the metal as the gates open up and let yeah. the train go in. Oh, it was good because I was going to actually check this train schedule to see when the next train was coming. <laughs> so, so there we go. I wanted to make sure we're not hopping, trying to go and go through the gate, and all of a sudden the train at you know two hundred yeah. miles an hour comes barreling up on us. <laughs> yeah, that'd That's be a, a pretty high DL right there. Right. <laughs> Jump out of the way of uh, the bullet train. Right. Um, well, yeah, I guess we're going to, are we just climbing the side of a building then to get up to the, to the train tunnel? <laughs> there was a hole in the top, right? Can we just scale the whole thing? I think well, we have to go. Like see if, that. If, you, if you hold <laughs> your arms down, it's fine. If you hold your arms up in front of you and curl both hands toward each other, but maybe an inch away from each other, that's like, it's a curved walls that don't quite meet at the top center. So, yeah. If you how far off the to, ground is the tunnel? It's yeah, that's it's actually fifteen feet up. Oh, that's it. Oh, all right. And then there's the walls themselves, which is another fifteen feet. If you can figure out yeah, how to up. get up to the top, you could then drop down into the tunnel. I mean, I could probably make some stairs, right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I whenever we're ready to do it, I, I'll just. <laughs> I'll just make it so that we can I'll just make some stairs so, there you go. so Trey's talking about how we could potentially climb up the side of this building and then if we are able to uh, to, to to kind of navigate against the wall we might be able to that find footing great. that sounds great oh, I'll, just make some, I'll just make some stairs <laughs> uh, this is an 8 and you're going to want to move real fast here Okay. <laughs> so five. <laughs> five plus four is nine. Yeah, that is a yes exactly. So you everybody's you've got like run now so he doesn't have to hold. Hey look, there's stairs right there. there. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> Trey, come on. They're just they're they're not even a full set of stairs. They're just like a set of plats like in an angle. Going up, there's like right. no. They're really bad too. Them. I don't know carpentry or anything like that, or masonry <laughs> or whatever. It's just like just there's no easy with them footing. at all. They're just a bunch of steps in the air. <laughs> just believe, just believe, you know, and we'll, we'll make it. How does Ula I, react? I know. I'm wondering if I should give her another psyche roll right now. She has seen him do magical shit. Right, she's seen this kind of stuff before. <laughs> She's just promising herself like a thorough like gin binge when she gets done with it. <laughs> so I'm pushing you up the steps then. Everybody, everybody moves up the steps and you're standing on the top of this vast tunnel. It's a, a little bit slick. You want to watch your footing. But there's a couple feet of relatively horizontal 
surface that you can all stand on. Probably like helping each other stand. There's a little bit of wind up here. Fifteen feet below you is a a curved not a not a rail but a uh, like a bed like almost a half pipe, uh, which is electromagnetic field generators running in sequence down the line. So it's a fifteen foot drop down onto a metal surface. Mm-hmm. Um, Mind the gap. <laughs> as as we're at the top. Nash looks over to Trey and says, uh, uh, "When's the next train coming? We don't want to get uh, we don't want to get caught up in here. Um, probably good info to have before we uh, make a break for it." Yeah, I'll definitely check that first. Ten minutes. Uh, uh, we have approximately a ten minute window. And how far is the distance between here and the wall? And how long is it going to take you to trigger that alarm? Uh, I assume that feet. we would probably want to open the uh, open the entrance first before we jump down, just to make sure, because I do not believe we'll be able to get back up. No, it certainly doesn't look like it. Do your thing. How long do you think that's going to take? Should we wait for the train after? He's already out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's already like... <laughs> Yeah, but to answer your question, Nash, because you would know this from like training and and maneuvers, um, you're half a mile. You're half a mile out. You could run that distance in three minutes. Okay. And if it takes him two or three minutes to hack it, we've got a really small window. Trey, uh, this is going to be two rolls. Uh, first is encryption to get yourself into the system. Which All is right. Am I going? So I'm going into city sys, right? That is, I think, what you're attempting to do. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got here. All right. The first one is going to be a seven encryption. Oh. All right. Not so my this best. Is a, yeah, this is a yes and. Ooh. You do it in half the time. <laughs> uh, you are, you have fooled the system into thinking that you are a signal that's supposed to have the right to, to be here. And... Uh, maybe maybe and, what it is particularly half the um, time. Well, so what I yeah, what I was actually thinking is Trey. You know, Trey's been, or at least you know, in his universe, been in and out of the city sis a bunch of times. Yeah. Um. Maybe that uh, these two systems are the same. So like not physically the same, but they use the same programming, all this kind of stuff. So he is actually very familiar with their environment. So he knows like exactly what directory to go to, what to do. Okay. You know that you need to make your way into the transport module, which is Mm -hmm. going to be fairly easy because you're posing as a, as a um, city security agent of some kind. You're supposed to be in this system. So you have to yep. transfer over to the transportation module. And then once inside there, that's going to take a roll. And then once inside there, you're going to do whatever your, your actual hack is. Sounds good. Yeah. So this is, this is uh, not encryption, but programming. It's fairly easy, though. B to three. Uh, that's an eight. Yeah. You're familiar with your way here, so it's not particularly yep. hard for you. You make it it to turns the out that Ralph Arnaldo and... that he uses in his universe also works transportation in this universe. I love so it. So it I works out it. perfect. That is, that's a perfect and. So you are now Ralph Arnaldo. And, yeah, he has full right. To, in fact, he's got uh, full admin access to this panel. Yep. 
Um, your Never changes role, the password. Yeah, your your programming role, in fact, is going to be at a plus one because he's got full admin permissions here. Uh, that's a seven, and then the plus one is an eight. Yeah, you're looking to beat a five. That's also a yes, and Trey, you're on a fucking roll here. Trey's, like, his fingers are flying. Everybody's just sitting there watching. It only takes him a few seconds. So happy to be connected. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, I'm still Ralph. That's good. And then <laughs> here you are. I just yeah. love seeing all him of a in his you hear, you hear boom, boom, and the doors open up. <laughs> Run for it. <laughs> Drop and go. And then you're just barreling down this down this train tunnel through the gates into the city Trey the gates have been open now for like two minutes okay so like as soon as you're in you might want to drop that which leaves you yeah. guys in total darkness oh yeah yeah I mean as soon as we go through because those those doors are usually only open for as long as the train goes through so, yeah, as soon as we go through and it sounds it feels like about a right amount of time, he'll close the door behind us. Uh-huh. You guys are in the pitch blackness of a large round tunnel heading northward into the city. Above you, through the ground, you feel and hear massive vibrations of the industrial sector of Hadid directly overhead. I'd, I'd like Ula can kind of see a little bit. Yeah, can I illuminate the area? Like maybe there's some like exist maybe there's some moss or something that I can illuminate with some bioluminescent lucid dreaming. <laughs> uh there's no moss, but you can eat you can easily produce light. Beta three. I'm gonna produce some light. <laughs> so that so that we can see. There's a five in there, so I mean nine. Yeah, so that is a yes and Reggie. What's what's the light look like and and how do you do it? Oh, it's just like it's like it's like when there's no light pollution and and you can see the Milky Way. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so like the walls of the tunnel. Ah, uh, it's just stars. Ah, and, and just like just natural beauty. I love. And we can be see it. every. It's just like all that. You know what I'm saying? It illuminates everything. Our souls, everything. <laughs> now, Your soul diamond is glowing. You're gonna, you're gonna it is. <gasps> it's glowing. <laughs> oh, um, as a matter of fact, it is glowing with a weird sort of grayish color, which, when you look at it, reminds you of the exact color of Frank's eyes. That's terrible. I got Ula, remind me. I, I need to give this. I'm going to put this in my pocket, but we need to have a discussion about you looking at this thing after. But I don't want to. I don't want to dive into any sort of meaning about that just yet. Let's, let's, let's get to safety, maybe first. Yeah, we need to get out of this fucking tube. Yeah, let's get out of this beautifully illuminated tunnel. Gorgeous, nope. absolutely. It's wonderful. So the the light fades after ten seconds or so. You like you, you don't have to keep it constantly going. Like you get a, a glimpse and you watch for a few seconds as you move forward, and then it gets dark again. And you know you can go on in the dark for a little bit and then light it up again. You're gonna have to do that a few times, and I'm not gonna make you roll for it. But you do have to move. You know, a lot of thousand blood. feet to like where so now there's a platform on the side of the uh, track. 
and it's some sort of maintenance station. And then a few hundred feet beyond that, there's a broader platform that's for passenger embarking and disembarking. That's a station up there. And there Do are we maybe people... want to get off at the maintenance platform and not jump off the tracks where people might be? Yeah, or wait for the train to come and then scoot out while the doors open. Oh, that sounds like a horrible idea. <laughs> you want to you <laughs> you want to try to dodge a 150 uh, mile per hour train? Uh, oh, okay, so, <laughs> on the wall. Uh, well, so all right, so may, so maybe my conception of it is wrong. So like. Yeah. It's nothing but smooth wall and then the station. And then over here, there's like a ladder with a maintenance section. Is that what it's two, two completely separate things unattached? In the, in, in the section where you guys are, it's pretty much nothing but smooth wall. Although they're, they're formed actually in bands. And in between the bands, there's space between which you can see just rough rock. These create a magnetic field that keeps the train in the center of the tube. But up ahead, on the right side, there's a a gap in the wall, which enables a platform to be accessed. And that's a small maintenance platform, you can tell, because there's a bunch of machinery and pipes, and it's uh, painted yellow and red. Oh, and in Trey's AR, it's redlined. So, like, citizens are not supposed to enter that area. But then a little further down, there's a much broader platform, again, on the right-hand side, and that's a, a station. So there's a large break in the curved walls at that point. So, But my question then is, can that upper platform be accessed from where we are? Oh, well, you'd have to sort of yeah. jump up to it, grab it, and pull yourself up. But it's, it's seven and a half feet above the floor. Okay, but we would have to do that with the train there. Okay, so so definitely no. So so maintenance maintenance area then. Yeah. Right, or the, or then wait for that train to pass, jump back down and then help each other to hop up after the train is I gone mean, my worry is down. just that there's I don't want to there's probably people on that boarding platform and You're I just right. don't want to be like if people come running out of a tunnel and climb up onto the platform, that's going to draw a ton of attention. Someone's probably going to call the cops. Well, yeah, you so, can hear them before you get close enough to see them. But if you get close enough, you'll also see a few people standing on the platform. You also hear like, uh, you know, Muzak playing from up there. It's just it's the sound of a train station. There's people standing around talking. My my thought was if if it had been accessible f- from underneath without us climbing up, you know, as the train was there. Like if we could mm-hmm. go up some steps and then sort of exit as the doors are opening from the train it might be a good way to like just merge with the traffic but if we have to climb up from underneath as well as dodging the train that's not a thing that's on the table (laughs) yeah if if there is a way to get below the platform you don't see it yeah yeah. although it does it does stand to reason that if you enter the maintenance section there's some way there has to be a way out series of hallways or whatever that will connect you to the main building yeah 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 we'll definitely do that well, I'm assuming yep. that's that's probably the safer plan. Yeah. Trey okay. yeah, Trey will bring this up when we come up to the first platform and say we should probably take this because there's people up there. Not a terrible idea for Trey to be in point position as a matter of fact because your AR is giving you like red lines and stuff that the others don't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would a distraction so, help? I well, do not believe at this moment, but I don't thank think you, you even need one. Yeah. Yeah, you can get up on the maintenance platform without attracting any attention from the, from the station. Perfect. Uh, 
Uh, now there's there's a, a, a locked door and a, a digital padlock in front of you, but that's not going to be too hard for Trey. <laughs> this is a, a security four. Uh, let's see. I rolled a five and then encryption. Yeah. Or just straight up programming. Uh, I'm going to let you use the, the model you got before when you broke into the transport system. Um, oh, sure. Yeah, this is applying to this here. So you're right. It's just programming. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, that's an eight plus plus one nine. <laughs> yeah. No problem. You're through the door and yeah. something good. And it is uh, it there. It's a clear path. There's no I can I can see that there's no workers on right now. And it looks like a clear shot all the way up into the building. You go through that door. You make a hard right. There's a large hallway. You can tell that the station is right there. It's in fact, and the exit doors to the street, which go up some stairs. Uh, are on your right. There's also bathrooms right here and a bunch of vending machines with, you know, card swipe, get your snacks kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. A little food hub. So, um, oh, there's also uh, a couple little boutiques, you know, like you find in airports. Like mm -hmm. there's, they're selling tablets and software and clothing for travel. So pretty much uh, anything you wanted to to pick up you you could if you're hungry there's some food you want to get up to the street there's the door you want to go out to the yeah. platform well, i'm, I'm assuming though none of us have cred like we don't have money only street cred he <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> said there was a bathroom right reggie yeah. goes to the bathroom <laughs> you say it was a vending machine todd yeah. Um, when Reggie comes back out, you know, adjusting his zipper or whatever, I'm like, hey, um, could, could you just, like, disappear the glass for a second? And we'll just... You're done. We'll just grab it. <laughs> okay, oh, but I, I, I want to... like a liquid. I want to back up. I'm, I'm sorry, but I want to back up a, a, a little bit. Probably because, good. Because, uh, Reggie, while you're, while you're taking a leak... Yes, that, a leak. You, yeah, you notice that... <laughs> You notice that that stone is still glowing with that weird gray light, and it's feeling warm. Not hot, just a little warm. You're sitting there, you got your pants down around your ankles, and it's touching your leg. You're like, oh, what's that? This was not my intention. <laughs> Wait a minute, did it just become <laughs> canon that Reggie pees at urinals with his pants all the way down? <laughs> well, I saw the look on his face when I was taking a leak, and that, that made well, me realize... Well, I was a diaper-wearing... Adult, uh, adult for a while. It made me realize this is probably a number two, and he's probably really enjoying it right now. <laughs> right, it's the first since. What are we doing? <laughs> it's it's that what like McCure? What is it? McCure? Kim or whatever? The first time the kid poops. Oh God! After being born. <laughs> you know what? I take full responsibility for this, and no. I do apologize to everyone involved. Uh, the yeah, real point I, here, the real point here, is that the stone is still glowing and it's growing warm. Okay, I stare at it for a minute. Is it just? Is it nothing about his outward appearance has changed? Or is uh, it just? It, well, it's 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 radiating with this dull gray light, uh, and it. Okay, psyche roll. Yeah, I want to. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, five. Oh, I'm hitting the fives on these psyche rolls. Which is like a nine for you or something crazy, right? Well, if I'm adding <laughs> right. lucid dreaming, yeah, but yeah, wow. it is. It's a My Little Pony dice, though. They've been they've been very good to me. Wait, you have My Little Pony dice? He does. Oh, he, yeah. got from, he got him from he got him from from what the Hasbro show, Hascon, right? Yeah, down in Prague. <gasps> friendship, friendship, and magic. It's got a little uh, <laughs> generic generic fantasy logo in between the friendship and magic. <laughs> It's how we roll. Yeah, they're beautiful. Oh, they're beautiful. They're and, they, and they've been... I only use the D6s for this. That's the only... I don't use it for anything else. Wow. They've been magical for wow. me this entire time, ever since I've started on this Day Trippers journey. They're the amazing so cool. My Little Pony Dice. Yep. Mm. Uh, it, um, it's Frank. It's like trying to contact you. Yeah, I'll, 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 I mean, I'll pick up. You let that go to place. Answering machine, something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you just open up your, open up your mind and let it in and, and beat a, beat a four with a lucid dreaming roll. It's really not hard yeah. at all. No, shouldn't be. Roll, roll a one. Uh, no, uh, four <laughs> plus four is an eight. Yeah, right. See, uh, so this is going to be a yes and. So you do open up the, this, the feeling of Frank, the voice of Frank comes into your head. He's like, I had another dream about you. I've had too many of these for it to not mean anything. I know you're important and I don't know why, but they're watching you. I can't. They're watching me, too. Is this you? And suddenly you see an image and the image is a marker, like a headstone. And it says, Reggie Aloysius Carlisle, one of the brave, lost to the cow. And next to it, you see a marker for Jack Nash. And on the other side of it, you see a marker for Steve-O Tar. Oh, oh, that's a deep old cut. Um... Yes and no. I mean, we, you know what? We don't need to split hairs here. Yes. But I'm not the one that's di- – I'm from a different – I mean, uh, we don't – you get it. Yes. The the answer is yes. But also no. But also no. Thank you, Ned. <laughs> so uh, Frank is already fading. He's – this has been one action frame. Hey. Uh, okay. Yeah. On, on, on the way out, he warns you again, don't come here. They're after all us dreamers. You know I have to. He's gone. Yep. I just, I just go, of course, of course you heard the last thing I said. Of course, because it was cool <laughs> and false everything. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I just, I t- now is it still glowing and warming? No, it's, gr- it's now it's just like a regular crystal again. Okay, it's clear. Good. It's a little. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a communication device. I'll. I'll file that away for later. And I put it back in my pocket. And I leave the bathroom. This was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I acknowledge that. <laughs> I. I get up and I leave the bathroom that I said I went in. Hey, Rich. I disappear this glass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just make it. I made it liquid before I went in there. You can just kind of reach in. Oh yeah, shit. Okay. 
Anybody else hungry? <laughs> Those lizards aren't very filling. <laughs> uh, there are some Nutri-Meat sticks in here. They're loaded with some... protein, though. Yeah. Load up our pockets, because <laughs> we don't have any yep. money. Hey, can I just say this real quick while we have a second? This uh, crystal, um, Ula, maybe this could interest you too. too. So he just, I just spoke with Frank through it. You what? In the oh, Even Trey turns and looks at Reggie like, why did you bring that up? I did up it now? again. I did it again. I'm not good, I'm not good at this. I'm sorry. I almost just said, Leslie, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not good at this, Ula. You know, I'm uh, I'm just, I'm trying to just, let's just. Why would you talk to the crazy demigod? What did he say? What, 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 I mean, we. We've spoken another. So okay, maybe this is for now then. So he basically showed me my own grave, which is fun. What? And he asked me if that was me. So you can imagine my answer was probably my answer was yes and no. You know, like yes, I that is me, but also no. Um, and a warning that they're coming, that they're watching, and they're coming for all the dreamers. So that's fun, Fucking right? But we knew that already. Is it Cordoba? No. I mean, he didn't say. It sort of faded out because it was glowing. It was glowing. Uh, I'm sorry. Trey, your ears pick up at that. Oh, yeah. Actually, I was letting Reggie finish his sentence. Yeah. (laughs) It's best not to let me finish my sentences. It's best to just cut me off because, you know, I'm just going to start talking about... So at that point, at that point, then, uh, so Trey will uh, kind of pull his sleeve up uh, and, and bump up the hollow tattoo. And he'll he'll actually just run it all down super quick. He'll so he'll be like uh, Nash, and he'll bring up uh, Reggie's death certificate. Oh, yeah. uh, he'll bring up the uh, the picture of Nash uh, as when he was arrested last. Uh, he'll pull up this. he'll pull up his own death certificate, um, and then he will pull up the news headline of Cordoba. Uh, taking over as uh, CEO of Wolfram Inc. Also, Steve O is dead. <clears throat> oh, so please understand that I um, I find all of this to be just absolutely insane. But yeah. what if they actually are killing off you in this world on purpose? This reality? Is that how we talk about it? Whatever. Um, what if they did that on purpose? They certainly... That would add a layer of mind fuckery to this. That yeah, yeah of course. Well, it. Like you make it, somebody it, look it, like yeah. you know an accident. No, if it is a potential that uh, the uh, Cordoba from our reality had potentially contacted the Cordoba of this reality, then uh, yes, they could be hunting us down universally. Or the Cordoba of your reality was here first. Well, but Reggie is recalling Frank's exact words. He didn't say they're coming after you all. He said they're coming after us. The dreamers. Dreamers. dreamers no, yeah. But maybe. Song. But, but, but maybe. Fuck, I don't. This, this is above my pay scale, but maybe that this is what Corbin. Cordoba does in every every reality, right? Like this is his, his this is reason his for being. constant. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Dream That's collector. Right. Um, like, a, like a Kang. But but if but but if you're dead here, then it gives us the upper hand, right? I mean, they wouldn't expect to see you. But he. But if you. But if they're watching, but how could they know? I mean, I mean we he, just got here. Either he knows or he's prepared for the possibility because he's aware of the whole, you know. All right. Well, think back. The first time you saw Frank, he had a few words for Reggie, but then he also looked at Ula. He was including her. Well, he knows Wolfram's watching her. He himself is watching Reggie. And those two things just happen to add up. They line up in the same direction. And that's where we're going to end this episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Just just pondering. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for checking this out. Uh, We are happy, ecstatic to have Reggie back to his full person self. Um, It's full manliness. I am man again. As in press, just uh, released the new launch, new website. So check that out. Um, Thank you. Yep, we uh, links for Patreons and all the shits in the show notes, all the core things. Uh, so check all that stuff out. Ratings, and reviews on iTunes, whatever your podcatcher of choices. I always say super helpful. I don't know. Nobody contacts us for shit. We don't rank anywhere, so none of that really matters. But it's nice if you do it, right? It makes makes us feel good. You know, we'll share that out. Whatever, it's fine. I don't know. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.